Welcome to the Shockwave Therapy Podcast. My name is James Woolwich, Osteopath and Clinical Director at the Abbeyfields Clinic in Suffolk. We will be trying to demystify the concept of shockwave treatment whilst bringing together experts in their field to discuss the latest research. If you are deciding on whether to add this modality into your clinic or just improve the way you deliver it, then we hope this is the podcast for you. Today we are talking to Drew Klein, president of FocusWaveClinic.com, which is a specialist shockwave clinic in Ottawa, in Canada. He works alongside a vascular surgeon in treating erectile dysfunction, uh, other men's health issues and chronic pain. Really, really excited to talk through his ideas on the use of shockwave in these conditions, particularly as he, as opposed to lots of other guests on this podcast, just uses shockwave and it's a specialist clinic just for that. He's got an excellent website, um, which is worth looking at if you're interested in using Shockwave for erectile dysfunction, Peyronie's disease and so forth. It's really nicely laid out and very clear to, uh, to people looking at the website what they can deliver. Um, so really looking forward to understand how he's developed his protocols and indeed the business side of delivering Shockwave in, in this arena. So thanks for joining me, Drew. And um, I, I'm really happy that you're on here because I, I get some nice emails off of North Americans as I have to group you together with the US of A saying that they listen to my podcast and you know that's nice and the other reason it struck me as being opportunistic is this the subject of erectile dysfunction and men's health just keeps coming up I've done a few podcasts recently on this and when you got in contact and I saw the the makeup of your website it struck me as fairly it was a lovely website I mean and your backdrop is nice obviously as I just said (laughs) but there's over here in Europe there, there is a tendency to see shockwave as an adjunct. So you'll see a physio clinic or a, you know, a, a normal an andrology clinic or an endocrine clinic in London where they use shockwave as a part of what they do. But I quite like the, the, the bravery of what, what you've done. You've, you've really gone out and set your stall and said this is a, a pretty much everything focused around the shockwave and what it can bring to bear on erectile dysfunction and chronic pain so so that's that's why i was looking forward to this evening because that's i've never i've never seen that that's pretty unusual so can you just give us a background on how you set up and what your position is in the company and and where you're at sure so i'm uh the president clinical director of uh, focus wave uh clinic and we did start off the clinic with the intention of focusing strictly on shockwave therapy focused shockwave therapy for men's sexual health uh, we do at some point see some some branching off potentially happening, but for now we we have remained focused on on this very specific modality and treating these very specific conditions. So um, you know I, I'm not a doctor. Um, I went to school to be a doctor. Uh, I was a biology major at the University of Waterloo, and and I, I you know I realized in my fourth year that that I, I couldn't do it. it wasn't wasn't toiling away in a lab or being a doctor or being a surgeon w- was not for me I, it's just not something I could do yeah so I did I did 10 years in in high finance uh, living in Los Angeles I did 10 years in high tech here in Ottawa and so when the stupid COVID hit I I realized that this was as good an impetus as any for a career change it seems like my my attention spans only about 10 years so I met um Hugo who's our MD here at Focus Wave through a friend of a friend. Uh, he's a vascular surgeon from Ecuador, a Canadian international medical graduate. Uh, and in my opinion, there was nobody 
you know, better to discuss sexual health conditions, specifically erectile dysfunction, mm-hmm. um, or shockwave therapy, which promotes, you know, the, the neovascularization of the treatment area. So nobody better to discuss this type of treatment with than with a vascular surgeon. So I, I, I was, I was very attracted to, to the idea of working with Hugo. Um, and because we know ED is, is mostly vasculogenic in nature. So Hugo's, uh, you know, kindly, gentle, refined old gentleman, 67 year old doctors, how they should be. Uh, he smells good too. That's a plus. So he just, he described to me his experience with, with shockwave therapy. He was using radial okay. acoustic, acoustic wave shockwaves yep. um, on patients and, and having limited success. So, but he described the focus or the linear shockwave therapy devices, which are a much more powerful version of, of shockwave therapy and, and how, how this device can successfully treat all these different sexual conditions, uh, ED, PD, chronic pelvic pain syndrome, and more importantly, treating them with no pain, um, no side effects, no pills, uh, and no surgery. Um, and so I was, I was blown away by, I, I had been in high tech for the last 10 years. I was blown away by the technology and what it had the, the potential to do. Hmm. Uh, so, so we started up this clinic, um, got it all set up and we launched October, 2020 in the midst of a pandemic, in the midst of a lockdown here in Ontario, Canada. And, uh, and, uh, we've been off and running ever since. Well, that's, that's a great story. So, so when you, you met him separate to the idea of, of, of shockwave, it was a happen, a, a chance happening, or did you purposefully go out to meet someone that was already in the field and say, you know, do you want to set this up and we should use focused or whatever, or. It was through a friend of a friend, somebody who uh, we, we all went to the same gym together, actually. Uh, right. OK. So, uh, so, yeah, I was a friend of a friend and I, you know, always interested in, in you know, my, my background in science always has kept me interested in, in this field. And then, you know, once this this um, is this stupid covid struck, um, I figured this was the this was my way back into the healthcare sure. biomedical field, you know. And so did you, you, between you two, you did some research and then discovered that, I mean, because we have this over here is that, and I think over there without men- mentioning names, the, the major marketplace is, is acoustic or radial wave for ED in, in North America. Over here, it actually is via the research, it is focus-based. Mm. Um, but we, we see that there, there are more and more uh, clinics trying the radial approach. And, you know, I get questions about this all the time. And the, 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 the vast majority of the research by a significant margin is with focus. So you, you must have discovered that yourself, had you over there? Because you're up against, yeah. I'd rather not name names, but there's a major company that are absolutely huge in North America and, and they promote radial, albeit the research is not there. So, right. I mean, you know, the, so- the technology is a lot more expensive, but you must have done the research and reading and said, this is the way we want to go. Yeah, I mean, we, you know, with, you know, Hugo's experience in, in treating people uh, with um, ED using a radial device, realizing it's a painful procedure, hmm. uh, realizing that there are side effects and numbing creams and downtime 
and then realizing that there was a much more advanced um, device that you could use that was uh, also approved by the national regulator here, and that also was covered in all of those um, peer-reviewed studies. I mean, the, as you know, most of the peer-reviewed studies um, that show success for using shockwave therapy for these sexual health conditions are using focused devices. Yep. So, so we found the, you know, a lot of these, these, these clinics, um, and, and as you know, radial and acoustic devices are, they're, they're very useful. They're very helpful in certain, you know, um, uh, for certain orthopedic pain conditions. Uh, they, they have their use in the medical field, but when it comes to treating, you know, the very sensitive penis and crura area and, and, and uh, treating ED and PD and CPPS, you need something that can achieve the depths required. So what I always compare because we get a lot of people who come, you know, clinics, you know, in Ottawa and around the area. And also, you know, what you're talking about is Gaines wave. Uh, I don't know if that's a, that's a, that's a pejorative or something, but I, I, I yeah, you yeah. know, using, using radial as a, as a, uh, as a tool for treating ED. I, I mean, apparently they have some success, but from, from my understanding is, is it's painful. Um, it requires numbing creams for, for many men and, and it just can't achieve the depths required uh, that you need to treat ED and, and PD to, to clear scar tissue and break up plaques and to create the, the neovascularization. I always compare it to when I'm talking to a, a potential patient, I say, you can go to a clinic that offers radial or acoustic wave or whatever wave they, they want to say, but uh, that's like a bicycle compared to a fighter jet when you compare it to a focus wave device or a focus, mm -hmm. focus shockwave device. The, the, the focus shockwave device is supremely more powerful. It's electromagnetic. It's not pneumatic and, and noisy and painful. It's, it's, it's the next generation, the, the, the most advanced tech technology possible in this, in this modality. And could, can I ask what you use? Do you use a Stortz device? Yeah, we use the Stortz SD1. Okay. But, but you don't have the radial with it? Or is it, does that come with the radial? No, you can buy the radial. We yeah. haven't, we, we, we've looked at it for, you know, cause you could also use it to treat. Um, we use the focused as well to treat some chronic pain conditions. It's not, yes, it's I saw not that on the website. Yeah. Yeah. It's not a majority of our business because there's, as I'm sure it is in, in the UK and, and many places, very, very competitive in terms of the physio and the chiro markets. Yeah. And uh, while, while we do seek referrals from those people for this highly advanced treatment, it's not something that we, we really advertise or push hard. Okay. So I, I guess you have the advantage of the, the doctor working with you in this country, in the UK. We can't prescribe or anything else. We can only suggest and we try to liaise as closely as we can with the, the patient's doctor on, on, the, on this subject. Um, but do, do you use a combined approach? Do you also, does he also prescribe any of the medications, Viagra and so forth, alongside the treatment? Uh, or, does he, or do people tend to see you because they don't want to take the treatment? Uh, the medications and they see this as a as an option on the side yeah we're we're a private clinic so we do not um and 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 hugo is an international medical graduate uh which means that he's not a, a canadian college of physicians a, a doctor he's well trained in in shockwave but we aren't we aren't able to prescribe sure. um, these these pills uh, uh the pde5 inhibitors what we usually see is is if if it works for the patient that's great um for, as you know, for some people, the PDE5s um, don't work anymore, or they don't work very well, or they just want to avoid taking pills altogether. So, so the, the patient certainly has that option. And it's usually up to the discretion between, between him and, and, and our 
um, clinician as to what's the best way going forward as far as adjunct treatments, additional things, whether going to see a naturopath or going to see a dietitian, which as you know, uh, those are all very important uh, yeah, um, yeah. Uh, things to look at as well when you're considering taking your sexual health back. Okay. And do you, um, it, it, because this is still relatively new, relatively novel, although it's been probably around for several years, there's still some debate as to, you know, how many sessions, the space between sessions and so on and so forth. From your experience, what, what sort of protocol do you use? And, uh, you know, so, for example, do you do blocks of five sessions? Do you assess them first to see whether they're ex severe using, you know, various questionnaires to sort of suss whether they're going to need 10 sessions? How, how does your process work when you see those patients first? So we, 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 I was, I'm always very interested in, in the practice of medicine because it really is a practice. We are, there is nothing that is truly set in stone here. We, we need to um, get better and improve at, at the technique that we provide. So um, this, the literature in most cases, as you know, in the peer reviewed studies, they tend to do six treatments as a standard course twice a week for three weeks seems to be the standard. Uh, and we, 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 we futzed around on a, on a few different strategies there, sometimes offering eight treatments, uh, sometimes offering four treatments in a row or three treatments in a row twice a week or twice a week uh, or three times a week, twice a week. Uh, we, we found that the, <clears throat> the best success we've seen so far in your average patient has been doing uh, six treatments twice a week for three consecutive weeks, uh, mm -hmm. trying to do it at the same time for the patient so they feel um, like it's part of their routine schedule for the next three weeks. Um, and that's for erectile dysfunction for, for, mm -hmm. for mild to moderate erectile dysfunction for, for, yeah. for, um, for severe cases, we generally are suggesting 12, um, uh, six, six followed by a two week break and then another six. So, so we, but it does depend on the patient and their, and the severity of their condition. I mean, some, as you know, some guys come so you, in and you, they so, have, sorry, you, get, you, you have a six week, six week break between the two sixes. No, two week break, two week break, two week break. And why, why, why do you have that? We, we, we've also discovered over the last seven months that we've been treating patients that during the healing period that follows the, the six treatments, that there's, that there's um, gains that can be seen in terms of shim score performance. So we, we give everybody a shim score when they first come in, when they complete the treatment at 45 days and at 90 days as well. And we've noticed that that during this healing period where the body is, 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 you know, continuing the process of angiogenesis and neovascularization continues and, and the blood flow tends to improve and the performance tends to improve during this healing period. So uh, it, it is a, it is a, I guess, a, I don't want to say destructive. It is a very um, uh, serious medical process that does take time to heal. Your body does have to, doesn't need that time. So we, we give, we give them a two week break in between those two, six, six treatment uh, courses. Okay. And can you just explain to everyone what a shim score is? So sexual health inventory in men is, is just a basic uh, five question, uh, five question questionnaire okay. that determines your, um, the severity of your erectile dysfunction. So it's, uh, it's, it's ranked on a, uh, based on one being the lowest score and 25 being the highest score. You're basically a porn star and, uh, or how you were when most, most people, when they were 18 and one, uh, being somebody who is not having sex, avoiding sex, can't perform sex. Okay, fine. All right. Um, so and you, I'm, I'm, and you're, I'm assuming you're getting good results with this. Um, and and, and what, when patients come to see you and they say, you know, 
because they do it's it's going to be reasonably expensive and you know what are your success rates and so forth um what what sort of things do you say to patients depending let's say you're mild to moderate what sort of chances of success are you saying to patients from your experience in the clinic so so again we always kind of revert back to the the peer-reviewed studies which show about a 70 percent success rate uh, for patients lasting anywhere from 18 months to five years. That's that's what the realistic numbers show. Yeah. And and so, you know, what I what I try to iterate to our patients is first and foremost, it, it doesn't work for 100 percent of people. I mean, that's that's a given. No, nothing does. Hmm. Um, I believe we're seeing in our clinic even better numbers than the 70 percent, um, closer to 80, 85 okay. percent. And and there's a reason for that. I think it's because we don't have to be as rigid as the studies tend to be. They mm. tend to be very, uh, um, very, uh, well, they, they have to be, yeah, to be, to be, to be, uh, to be a good study. It, it would have to be so, yeah. and we don't have to be so, so we increase the number of treatments. In some cases, we offer a few additional treatments. Uh, if the patient's not quite seeing what they wanted to see, uh, we, we target different areas in the body, uh, different areas on the penis and the, and the crew area. We increase the frequency of the shocks. We can increase the, the number of shocks. We can increase the energy level of the shocks. And again, that's the beauty of these focus devices that you really have this flexibility. So it does depend on the, on the patient's condition, but we, you know, we, we, we try to make sure that our patients understand that, um, this is not a magic bullet. There is no panacea. Some of our patients have been dealing with, with sexual health conditions for years and years. And as men, you know, first of all, we don't like to seek medical treatment. It's just, it's, it's not in our nature to admit that we have a problem. And so that's why there's the gender health paradox. And, 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 and that's always an interesting discussion, but, but for the most part, men want to see results immediately. I know I do. And it's not a realistic, necessarily a realistic uh, um, idea of, of how this, this actually is supposed to progress. So, um, but the success rate that we're seeing right now is unbelievable. Um, mm -hmm. It frustrates me to see patients who don't see success, but what we try to do is we try to push them after 12 treatments, generally speaking, if it's not working for you, yeah. it's not going to work. That, that's, that's, that's what we believe. And so we, we don't want our patients to just go away and say, well, that was a, that was a waste of six weeks. And that was a waste of, of several thousand dollars. We mm -hmm. try to encourage them and push them to make other lifestyle changes and, and, and make other uh, um, improvements in their, in their life. That'd be a diet, exercise, sleep, um, um, intellectual stimulation, whatever it might be. We try to push them into these other um, avenues, which they should be doing in, in, in concert with this treatment as well. And what's the, I don't profess to know anything about the general healthcare system in, in Canada, but what, what's the general uh, acceptance level amongst mainstream medicine in your country for this type of treatment? Is it still extremely new and no one knows about it and doctors are being very cynical about it? Or are you starting to get a sense that there's now, oh, yes, no, that's an alternative. If you don't want to take medication, there's a clinic down the road that, that does this. I mean, we, we're still struggling with that slowness over here, I have to say. Hmm. Uh, I think it's, I, I think it's very, um, anecdotal. I mean, many doctors, um, even, even some, one of my best friends is a, is a urologist and they had, uh, an, an old shockwave therapy device in their clinic and they, they pretty much gave up on it. I don't think they used it right, or they didn't really uh, spend much time on it. So they kind of just dismissed it as not really being an effective tool. 
And when I've showed him the results, I mean, he's, he's totally blown away. So I think, you know, doctors know what they know and they hundred percent of them know to subscribe, uh, to prescribe uh, PD five inhibitors. That's just easy, write a script and here you go. This will, um, you know, treat the, the, the symptom. Um, but for the most part, doctors are mainstream doctors aren't very interested in focusing on treating the cause. And in this case with focus chakra therapy, we're, we're going after the root cause of the problem rather than just treating the symptom. Mm-hmm. And so, so I, I mean, I, again, like I said, I, I'm not a doctor. I have tremendous respect for anybody who's gone through um, the process of becoming a doctor, but, uh, and, and, and we try our very, very best to put this technology in front of all the doctors in, in, in our city and, and, and wherever we plan to expand to, to show them that this is a, a non-invasive, safe, effective procedure for uh, treating um, uh, sexual health conditions. Yeah, good for you. I mean, it, we, we certainly have, as I said at the start of this, I think we're seeing this being much more prevalent in, in, in terms of the, the, uh, the noise around shockwave and because I have a podcast and we, I teach it along with some colleagues, you know, we're getting it asked of us much more now because it used to be, you know, I've been involved in it eight years and it was all about Achilles tendons and plantar fasciitis. And now it's much more the conversation. What, what does it do with ED? Yeah. And, and, in, and indeed with some doctor friends of mine, you know, they, they are aware of it as well. So um, it's I think only our ever- medical systems like in Canada and the U S have, have a lot of similarities There's a very large, um, a public component uh, for to our to our healthcare. It's it's free, like yeah. like it is in in with the NHS in, in the UK, um, and so private healthcare like this because we're private, uh, you know, we're private clinic and and we don't accept any forms of insurance or anything like that. So people does does, come up. does insurance get involved with this treatment at all? They're not they're not there with that. No, the OHIP, which is our Ontario, um, which is our healthcare here in Ontario in the province of Ontario. They do not cover it and and extended benefits from third party insurance companies also do not cover this. Sure. Uh, so it's it's a straight out of pocket uh, situation. Yeah. Did do you did you find that during this? Uh, I mean, you've been in this in this business longer than I have. Um, did you find that during the COVID you saw a, a, a significant decline in, in the number of patients looking to come? Because, you know, we're dealing a lot oftentimes with people who aren't you know, at, at 100% peak health. So some of them might be, might be a little bit scared to venture out or, or to do things. Did you find a decline in business or was it flat or did it, did it rise? It, it, it initially a huge decline for the first four or five months, but we, we actually, most of our clinics in the UK shut, shut down for three, three months-ish. Uh, mm-hmm. Although there was the, the, the legal nature of that was dubious, but I think we all felt like we needed to do our part. So we all shut. And then when we started up in 2020, yeah, we were running about 50 to 60% because I think there was a lot of confidence was very low and people didn't want to come out and come into clinics and so forth. But over the last, since the start of 2021, we're back to normal pretty much. Right. Albeit right. We're, we have certain conditions that mean that we can't see as many patients. Um, but, you know, we're back, we're, we're okay. I'm not moaning. You know, there are plenty of people worse off than us. I still have my business and it's okay. Yeah. And, and do you guys have to... Uh... Um, I mean, are there special regulations in terms of how your how the Storts is is uh, the SD one is classed in the UK versus? Uh, in- no, in in the UK, uh, as as osteopaths or physiotherapists, we're allowed to use focused or radial shockwave equally. It it literally is. Can you afford it? And uh, the the training's a bit more specialized because I'm involved in some of that on behalf of Storts in particular. 
um in germany and a few european countries they there is a separation off between who who is allowed radial and who is allowed focus between doctors and physios osteopaths and so forth there is a separation there but not in the uk we're lucky in that regard so i have a focus device i have a radial device and i use both equally and both in combination for most of my patients is musculoskeletal but my physiotherapist uh, alongside myself he, he treats ed and peronies which is the second thing i was going to ask you about your peronies because that's that's still a bit of a, a a topic of conversation between me and my colleagues that teach this because we don't see as many Peroni's disease as we see erectile dysfunction because there's less of it mm -hmm. um and there's been a few cases anecdotally between us where it's flared symptoms up caused more pain um and we're we're still a little unsure there's still there's nowhere near as much evidence and research for it as there is for ed so wh what's your experience been have you seen some patients for this yet and what does what does your what does hugo say about this so 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 pd is is obviously uh maybe a fifth of this, the market is about the fifth of the size because they say it's only uh, affects about 10% of the men, uh, of, of the male population. Um, PD, Peroni's disease being a curvature of the penis. Mm. Um, so, so what's interesting about it is that the big thing that shockwave therapy does, as you know, is the neovascularization, the promotion of new uh, mm. blood vessel formation from the existing vasculature, which is very important uh, in, in, the, in the process for erectile dysfunction. But the second and most important thing that shockwaves do is the clearing of scar tissue and plaque. And that's often characterized uh, in Peroni's disease as having some scar tissue or plaque, either from an injury or from some, something, some event that happened that caused um, your, that causes your penis to curve. So the success rates we've seen in treating PD uh, for certain symptoms is amazing. Uh, we've had great results for plaque reduction, for pain reduction, uh, for improving erectile function and for sexual satisfaction. The results on, on penile curvature improvement are somewhat mixed. And um, yeah, we, we're finding and that. We, we, we make sure, yeah, we may, and we make sure that our, 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 our patients understand that. Um, but there are, there are studies that show using, using the SD1 that do show a statistically significant uh, reduction in curvature. And, and we've seen it in our clinic and, and our patients have reported it. Mm -hmm. um, so in our experience, improving uh, curvature is about a 50-50 bet at this point, I think is, is somewhat safe to say in this early going um, point for us. But we also noticed that a lot of patients who come in with PD have ED as well. Yeah. So, yeah. so we do a combination treatment, a PD-ED treatment, um, and we start all of our patients in a PD treatment course uh, of five, five treatments once a week for five consecutive weeks, followed by a two-week break, and then we do a six-week sorry, a six treatment course uh, for ED. So we try okay. to first clear out the, the, the scar tissue and the plaque, and then we do an ED treatment that, uh, that follows. That's, a, that's, that's interesting and sound, it sounds very sensible. We, had, I, we, we don't do that over here. We just do it as a, as a mix, but that, that's, that's going to give me some thinking time because that makes a whole... I think it has to do with, I think it has to do with when you treat both at the same time, your, your session becomes twice, the, twice as long. I mean, you need to do three to 4,000 shocks for each treatment. So you, you start to look at a 45 minute treatment rather than the 22 and a half minute treatment that we, that we're accustomed to. Yeah. 
And I think that, you know, well, actually some of the flares that have taken place anecdotally, it would make sense not to overdo it in one session it, rather than what you've suggested to spread it with the, the gap between actually is really, it's really good. I'm going to think about it's that. All practice. It's all practice. Yeah, it's, yeah, uh, it is. It is. I, I, it's I see, it's, it's, it's novel, it's new, it's exciting, but we're still finding our way. But this is where I hopefully conversations like this help help everyone because you know you're doing it we're doing it and we're finding still at the moment what is the best balance to do with that condition because you say so many of the patients we see are overlapped between peronies and ed and now i know more about that condition i'm not surprised if i had that to live with i'm sure i would have ed as well uh, for all sorts of reasons psychological as well um so yeah that's that's interesting um so, but do you, do, when you do say to the patients when they're coming, so you're, you're, you're fixing their expectations, are you on, on reducing pain and increasing performance rather than curvature, which might be a lucky, almost a lucky after effect, that 50-50 you're talking about? Yeah, I mean, we, 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 we certainly try to, um, to improve it. And, and again, it's one of those things where you're not going to come in and do, you know, one or two treatments and say, oh, look, it's working, it's fixed. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's a longer term process. There are, um, you know, uh, additional adjuncts that you can use. A lot of, a lot of guys have been um, recommended traction devices for, for PD, uh, which I, from my understanding is quite painful. Also some um, do you, injections. Do you, do you suggest any pump work alongside that with ED? No, we, we haven't, uh, we haven't, uh, we haven't ventured into that, into that side of, of, of the treatment protocol. We've been, again, as you, as, as you mentioned at the beginning, just super focused on providing this, this one specific uh, treatment. So, yeah, yeah. um, yeah, but I, I, I it, it's a tough one, you know, because, uh, the alternative is to go for needles injections, mm. uh, which also don't have a hundred percent chance for working either. Mm. And now you're causing, you know, significant distress and, uh, to your, to your, to your penis. And, uh, and there's not many people I talk to who say, yeah, I would definitely uh, do injections and needles, you know, mm. yeah. um, the, most of them are trying to avoid sticking themselves. Yeah. Although actually, you know, the, the prevalence of the P shot as it's called seems to be growing, but that's a one-off, it's a one-off hit. And, uh, I hope, you know, the PRP is is thought to you know generate some new vasculature as well and create a healing response but mm-hmm, i think mm-hmm. you know, i think i always say to patients no matter what the condition they're coming with why wouldn't you want to try something non-invasive before you try something invasive i mean i know especially I now with the uh, you know covid and the risk of infection and you know mm-hmm. you're doing things like that i mean it's it's uh you know to me it's a no-brainer i mean i don't yeah, yeah. like going to the dentist because I'm, i don't like i find that painful so yeah, yeah. You know, if I'm dealing with my sexual health and I'm having, uh, I'm struggling with erections and struggling with my confidence and, and, and all of those things come in, you know, you want to go and you want to work with a clinic that's going to provide you with uh, a non-pharmacological pharmacological, uh, um, treatment protocol that doesn't hurt, that, that allows you to leave the clinic and go have sex with your partner immediately. I mean, yeah, that's yeah. what's so cool about this, this, mm. this treatment is that, you know, I have, I have such great stories from our patients. I have unbelievable anecdotes and, and, and they are anecdotes. They are, but you know, when you have a, a an 80 year old patient who hasn't had an erection in eight years and after one treatment, he comes in and he says to you, Drew, I had a nocturnal emission last night. And <laughs> I, I mean, uh, that, that's, that's, uh, that's enough for me to say, okay, I, I made the right decision to, to, yeah, to yeah. this, this is working for, for uh for for this guy and it couldn't make me happier to see these these successful this success success yeah, story yeah. 
yeah well look i think i think i'm gonna i'm gonna call it a wrap there because i think that's a nice nice point to stop talking about nocturnal emissions what a lovely way of saying <laughs> it and i'm gonna go away and think about your five and six combination for uh, for peroni's ed combination that's nice i'm gonna to talk to my i'll stick that on my group for the people that i teach with on that this evening so um thanks for stimulating my my brain so uh so in that regard thanks for coming on it's been super duper so uh, hopefully uh, we'll get more listeners in north america listening to the podcast absolutely and thanks for having me and uh, certainly look to share more information in the future and, and yeah. hope to help more men we can all you can only get better if we sharing this stuff right so absolutely. thanks drew i'm gonna say goodbye i'll cheers. send you an email later cheers bye hey, cheers bye-bye